in a world full of straight people. Aren't you glad there's WOW Presents Plus, the number one place in the world to see Drag Race? And so much more. Subscribe to WOW Presents Plus. Still only $4.99. Subscribe today as streamed on TV. Start your engines and join me in the new mobile game, RuPaul's Drag Race Superstar. May the best superstar win. Available now. It's all happening right before our eyes. Singer songwriter LP is here. We're going to talk about the new album. We're going to talk about the tour. We're going to talk about everything. LP, how how is your day? How are you? Hi. Hi. Look at the look at the luxuriousness that you're serving. Yeah. What paradise are you in right now, listeners? We are seeing. We are on beachfront property somewhere, and God, it's gorgeous. My goodness. I just woke up. I'm sorry. Oh, don't worry. Not at all. How are you guys? We're great. We're great. I'm in Cayman Islands where I made the record with the guys where we made it. Oh, amazing. Sorry. Try to make it nice for you guys. Listen, you've already. You're fine. Anything with you is nice. We'll Aww. take whatever we can get. You you live your truth. As long as you're in the frame, that's all we need. The Cayman Islands. Look at that. This looks like one of those fake ass backdrops. It does. A, yeah. It does. Just a few dudes um, snorkeling behind us. Fantastic. Oh. Fantastic. What are your uh, What are your Cayman Island activities, LP? What do you are Are you a snorkeler? Are you a diver? <laughs> in real life, I am. But in, uh, real life in uh, I'm a paddleboarder. I like paddleboarding now. My nice. Is. Okay. I'm a, a drinker of oysters, a drinker of champagne, things like this. Okay. That's drink of water, idea. drinker of coffee. But no, I like I like uh, long walks on the beach. I like throwing a football around. I like swimming and just chilling in the water. But uh -huh. I like snorkeling. I don't know. It's not like, not like high, highly needed. But uh -huh. I appreciate it. I love it. So, so you're taking perhaps just a, a a restful moment before a whirlwind begins. Yeah, yeah. You know, even um, uh, Andrew and I were, write, were writing yesterday. You can't help it. You know what I mean? It kind of like just happens. We're together. So, yeah. So there's always that element going on. You know, playing music and, and play. so yeah. But I am, I'm for the most part relaxing before I get into uh and rehearsals for the new record and then uh just touring a lot you know okay okay so you're you, you, you're making music you're preparing to tour what are you listening to this year what what are your Ooh, what are your hits um, of 2023 uh you know so many things man you know um so funny i always have to go back to my spotify to look what i've been searching and stuff but uh i'm really into that new post balloon record Awesome. Okay. It's not that new, but I, I just love all the, uh, I like a lot of his writing and stuff. Um, I love, um, you know, when you're making a record and you're putting out a record, you're kind of listening a lot to uh, that. <laughs> and um, 
I've been listening to a lot of Leonard Cohen, you know, because uh, I just like feel like I'm getting uh, more and more into the poetry side of things, you know. Um, I've been even reading his books, but I, I, I like, uh, I don't know, I kind of went, I went back to uh, some, uh, some spiritual reading and stuff like that, you know, um, and uh, listening to, oh yeah, I've been listening to that Hard Rain Live album by uh, Dylan, because it's so freaking good. I've been listening to a lot of, uh, like, uh, one of these, their social club shit. I was listening to that new Rolling Stones record yesterday, Angry. Okay. Hey, awesome. what do you think? What do a you think? A lot of jazz, a lot of miles. Uh, when he introduced me to uh, this guy, uh, Red Garland, the Ramsey Lewis trio. Uh, 070 Shake, I really love lately. Lana Del Rey is always fucking like, I just love her. Yeah, my friend Noah Khan blew up lately. Like, I'll be able yes. to really like this record too. Where am I now? Yeah. yeah. Like that. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so that new Rolling Stones song just dropped a couple of days ago. Uh what's your take on the new Rolling Stones song? I think it's really cool. You know, I think uh I think they should keep put more shit out. I think they should um yeah. It's um you know, it's great to hear what what where they're at in their life and what they would be like kind of putting out, you know. Like speaking of like Bowman, you know, um him and David Bowie were so inspiring to me that they put out some beautiful records, you know, before they, they passed, you know, that I think hold up to their old work and that you know, that just makes me want to write records till I die, you know, and um, yeah. so I think it's a really cool song, I think it's like I think the course is very modern and, and uh, like, uh, unlike them, but I think that you know, that verse like was stuck in my head for a while um, uh, all day yesterday and you know, I think they still have that that ability, you know, to uh, penetrate, as they say. Sure. But uh, yeah. Mick Jagger's voice is very intact. You know, that's pretty, um, you know, cool. Yeah, it's uh, it truly it is. It do, it does sound very uh, it does sound very very modern. Very like it doesn't it doesn't sound uh, like a relic from another time. I the the other day no. I was uh, there was like a Britpop DJ doing something on Twitch. And he threw the song uh, "Has Anybody yeah. Seen My Baby" by the Rolling Stones from like 1995 into the mix, and like yeah. that song sounds like a Britpoppy kind of song, and yet, yeah. like it was like they were keeping up with that moment, and that felt very current, and yeah. that was nearly 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking crazy. It's crazy. The Rolling Stones are really good. Who knew? <laughs> Post Malone. I want to. I want to get back to Post Malone. How okay. how would you describe what Post Malone does? Like, what is what is Post Malone's deal? You know, he's got that talent that's just. Um, I think that uh, he just does what he feels, and it comes out. I think it's authentic, and it feels like it. He's doing his thing, man. Like even um, you know, and he's um expanding as an artist. You know, as far as like um, I think he's showing that you know you can um just do whatever you want at a certain point. You know, and and people are. You know, it should be like that. You know, I mean, yeah. he's. It's clear to me that he's not um uh, editing himself, really. You know. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I like uh, I really like it. And I know that it's like it's um, some reviews will be like, oh, it's going down this other path. You know. Yeah. So what? You know, right. it's still him. It's still there's still like songs under there that I want to hear that like are affecting me. And um, you know, I don't know. I just think that um, I think he's like 
poetry is like kind of went up another notch on here. Like, I think I just like it. I think, you know, if it's entertaining, I don't, I don't really question it much. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's very, there are moments on the new record that are like seventies and eighties soft rock. And I, I love that, but it's like, but there's the face tattoos and the mouth full of jewels. And and it's like, I can't quite put, I can't like put him into a genre. And the more that I think about it, it's like, that makes me an old person trying to put him into a a drawer. Um, That's fundamentally archaic. I I mean, the guy's going to change more and more, you know? Right. It's like, (laughs) he's begun, you know? So it's like, yeah, I just think that, um, I think also like genres are kind of very passe. Yeah. I mean, it took me a long time just to get into my own artist career because I'm I'm a I'm a little bit blurry on the genre tip and you had to be, you know, if you looked like me and sang like guests sang like me, not really sang like me, but you had to be like, you know, rock stuff and pop rock or whatever the fuck it is and just don't uh I don't know. I just don't give a fuck what some suit behind a desk thinks I am. They don't yeah. know anything. Yeah. You know? A couple of them have. Yeah, we're we're in a post genre world. Yeah. 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 It's it's like you like the song or don't you like the song? You right. know, don't think about the song as it first to me. Like, you know, like, just, is it a good song or not? You know, and even people, you know, um, you know, people get very like, oh, I don't like, I don't get this coming from this artist. Just shut the fuck up. Man. Just shut the fuck Listen up. to the song, you know, which is the judgy, the judgy judge steens of the world. That's right. What were the songs of your childhood? What were the big influences? What was your relationship to music as a kid? Um, you know, I it was a lot of like um uh opera shit and uh Johnny Cash and Elvis shit, you know? So my parents and we were not like they didn't play music in the morning. So really it was like me and my friends, like, you know, I feel like some of my friends being into like um, Zeppelin or the Beatles that was like affected me a lot because I hadn't heard that stuff. And then like uh, when like Guns N' Roses moved into Nirvana, you know, like that kind of was like the metal bands moving into Nirvana and um, you know Pearl Jam and shit like that. And then like Green Day and, and Jeff Buckley just blew my um, mind that way because I also like I don't know I wasn't like. I didn't feel like I had a, a, a someone that I could really relate to until Jeff Buckley, like on a real level. Like, you know, I didn't feel like I understood. Like, you know, I love Freddie Mercury and everything, uh, but he was so unbelievable and so wild that like, I feel like Jeff Buckley kind of oddly brought things down to earth and then also not, you know, like vocally, mm. like kind of like blew my mind. And I, I wanted to be like more uncontrollable like that. You know, and not, you know, I think uh, just by my nature, I kept expanding my range, but I feel like that almost gave me license to do it. How did that Jeff Buckley album enter your life? I just, you know, starting to really be in New York City a lot and uh, like back and forth, you know, going in myself. And then I don't know, just I don't remember the exact moment, but I just remember it becoming like my everyday listen. You know, and then uh, I think it, that it, it kind of, um, you know, it, I, was, I was obsessed with it for like probably a couple of years, you know. And then, you know, I was playing music. I started playing music um, a bit like with friends and a li- just a little. I didn't know, you know, I wasn't trying to be a musician when I was like a teenager. So, you know, I wasn't trying to be 
um, anything. I don't know. And uh, I think that came uh, later, just like, you know, by like the um, mid to late 90s, I just was like kind of fucking around, I think. And then the early 2000s is when it really was like, all right, well, take these threads and fucking move, like, and just commit or don't commit, you know? Yeah, and the early mid two thousands was it? I mean, it was not long ago, but also very different time in terms of like where our culture was in terms of acceptance. What was your understanding of your own sexuality like as a young person, and how did you think about that as you started to become, you know, a, a public person? You know, I didn't really. Uh, I have always not really wanted anybody knowing my. Uh, business like not not knowing i'm gay but like you know not um i don't know i i definitely didn't want it to be my my focus ever you know um i still don't really you know i um i mean i mean believe me it's my focus <laughs> in mm. my life but it wasn't my focus to be, let it be known i'm just like, kind of like beside the like no shit you know like what you know what are you yeah. gonna do uh i think i uh I just like that's for that's what I also think is comforting, you know, for people that they uh, that so many can be as gay as I am, <laughs> and hmm. like not really talk about it all the time, you know. I mean, I think like music didn't like um, music for me. It has nothing to do with me being gay, really. To be honest, sorry. I mean, um, yeah, I talk about women in my songs. You know why? Because I sleep with women. Does that make me gay? I guess it does. Yeah, yeah maybe a little. But I'm bit. not trying to. Maybe a little bit. But I'm not trying to be, um, I'm not, not trying to be a gay artist and I'm not trying to be a gay artist. I'm an artist who's gay, you know, and I've always been, you know, and I, um, I feel like I am wanting to uh, show that in, in a way, like, cause I don't, I don't want, uh, I don't want that steering the ship, you know, in a way. And, and uh, have you felt any pressure to let that steer the ship from the, the powers that be or the suits that you mentioned? I don't know. Like, I guess I have. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, you know, like when I had this, like when I was on Island Def Jam and I, I said no to, uh, I, it was a bidding war between that, them and Jive. And then, um, you know, uh, it got weird at Island Def Jam. And then, uh, you know, the people that were, that were like handling me went back to Jive and they're like, oh no, we have another, uh, you know, rock, like lesbian artist or something like that. It's like, mm. and, and, you know. Like, I don't know, you know, who cares? Gives a shit. And, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, I know this not like, you know, it got, it's gotten bigger and bigger as far as everything goes, but it's still, uh, I think it's going to get bigger and bigger, you know, less people even caring about it. And I, and I feel like I am that person, you know, like, I'm not like, I'm not here to like solve your gay shit. Mm. <laughs> I'm not here to solve your gay shit, man. That's your shit. You know, it's like, I'm just, uh, you know, if you need me, I'll be over here sleeping with women still. Great. I love it. You should try it. Well, you know, it didn't take. Yeah. It's the one thing I'm, I don't know that I will try yeah. with love, with <laughs> nothing but love and respect. Um, yeah. Right? See, there you go. It's like trying to convince two gay guys to sleep with women. Like, you know, like, what I was kidding like, it's like, it's like a non-starter. You know, it's just like, I'm happy for yeah. you, man. I'm happy for whatever's getting you off. So, next question. 
Amen. Um, talk to us about your writing process. Obviously, sometimes it involves hanging out in the, in the Cayman Islands. Uh, <laughs> you know, you've also written songs we should mention for Rihanna and Cher and Celine Dion and Christina Aguilera and the Backstreet Boys. How do you know when a song is for you or for another artist? I mean, pretty much now it's always for me. Um, so, but in the past when it was like that, uh, I was like, uh, it's hard to explain. It's almost, it's like, you know, it's like, how do you know, uh, you want to, uh, date someone or be friends with them in a way there's like a resonance or intimacy that feels palpable and, uh, you know, and, you know, but with songs like Rihanna's song, I was in a Rihanna writing camp. So it wasn't like, Hey, you know, I think I'll take this. Nah. I wasn't even like, uh, I was, a, I was a, only a writer, only writing for other people then. I didn't even have a deal. I wasn't even trying to be an artist. So, you know, most of the time it's that kind of shit, you know. But now, you know, like, uh, like a song that was on uh, Celine Dion's last record, like she just took that out of a bunch of records that I uh, was had on hold for my next record, but I wasn't going to use it. Can you explain and describe a Rihanna writing camp? Uh, because to be a fly on the wall and they're just like rooms and rooms of people i mean sometimes it's like you're, there's just rooms all over a studio that you know, block out a whole studio with rooms and people are writing in different rooms and sometimes you just show up to uh you know it's going on during those weeks and you show up to the studio and like you know that time that this duo called the runners was there and um they had a track and i just like jumped in one of my friends who was writing it with me she had laryngitis that day, so she needed she needed me because uh, she you know she couldn't sing melodies or anything like that. So I went in there and uh, yeah, just you know get on the mic, sing a bunch of melodies. Uh, people go ooh that, oh that, and then uh, and we put it together. You know, like usual, like writing a normal song. But a, a writing camp is just like you know all the all the writers they can get that they think like makes sense, I guess, or not. Um, trying to write songs for Rihanna. You know, it's like Beyonce camps, there's all kinds of camps. So before we talk about Love Lines, I want to ask you about the album before, which is called Churches, and kind of and sort of touches on religion. How would yeah. you describe your relationship to religion and, and, and spirituality in general? Uh, you know, um, religion uh, for me is not really, you know, I know it gives a lot of people comfort, but I just don't, I don't believe that you know humans can um another human can tell me how to believe in god you know um i think i think spirituality cover for yourself i feel like religion is often inflicted upon you you know and uh i don't really subscribe to it i won't really you know uh it's a it's a giant game of telephone since like you know over two thousand years ago that's been passed on and manipulated to control and so i don't do religion but i do do spirituality and i do believe in god 100 percent. and so churches was kind of my way of saying you know like your church is inside of you you know and i know i love going to churches my favorite thing is to go into a really old church and kiss the person i'm with who's a woman but mm. i like i think they're they make me feel good and great i, I you know i love you know, I just don't like that it has to be, you know, I even believe in Jesus Christ. I'll go one further. You know, I believe he was a yogi. I believe he was, you know, uh, uh, you know, a highly evolved soul that um, 
were sent here, you know, or came here to help help people out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, that your church is in you. Your church should always be your religion. Your everything is like to me love and should be guided by love, you know, and not moved into other territories to get what you want in in the, this earthly life. So yeah, uh, uh, and I don't really, you know. I hadn't talked about it really till then, and it keeps coming up for me, even in life, even in books that like come to me, you know, to read and stuff, and through my own exploration. But I think that it bears repeating that we are moving past. I think you know, religion in a lot of ways. Some people are, I don't know. All right, so Love Lines, I'm diving in. Love Lines, uh, yeah, is, it's out in, in a few weeks from when when we speak. Uh, yeah. It, it looks, I mean, you're holding it together. It's but. hot. I mean, it's like, it's like fucking, you know, one, I'm, I'm normally, I would be like, you know, in the water right now. I could, I could mm. go in the water. Anyway. Right, let, so love let's just, yeah. Let's September talk about it real 29th. quick and get you in the water. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, it's uh, September 29th and it's, um, um, I don't know. I think it's my favorite record of mine yet. You know, I think. I think, um, uh, you know, having said that about other people, I think, I think my poetry has gone up another another kick. I love, uh, you know, Ashton Irwin, Matt Pauling produced, um, and Andrew Martin, who's here with me. Uh, I think we are very um, simpatico as uh, as souls right now, as people. I think we we have like a lot of um, respect for each other, and I think this music really came out very fresh and very. And yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, as usual, I feel like the whole record will kind of make more sense of it all because I feel like the singles, everyone's like, oh, 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 you know, and I don't even know if people are um, into it yet, you know, fully. But I think when the record comes out, they will be. I love that. And what's the, what is the feeling before a tour begins? Are you, is it good nerves? Is it? Yeah, I can't wait to sing this record for people. It's good nerves. Yeah, I feel like with the new shit, I feel like people are like, it has an energy to it. This record has a different energy from my last record. They all have different energies. You know, so I'm ready to move into this record, you know? And, um, you know, as usual, it's another uh, notch of singing, too. That's the other thing, you know, that's nerve-wracking. That I got to get all those sounds, all those voices, all that level into, you know, like programmed into my voice. So that's going to take a second. But I did it. Listen, you're in a good place to prepare physically, mentally, emotionally. Yeah. I have like a summer cold, but uh oh, no. I'm gonna get rid of it today. Okay. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you got you got time. Uh <laughs> yeah. and every, everybody can hear that voice uh on Love Lines. Pre-order it now. It's out September 29th. The tour starts soon. Get your tickets. Go to imlp.com. LP, thank you. Thank you so, so much. much for being here. Uh, thank you. Go get in that get water. Paddleboard. Yeah, we should do this again when I'm not on vacation. And like, yeah. you know, when you're in wild. Los Angeles, Anytime. yeah, we would love to Let see you. Do something in the middle of it. Love to see you too. Thank you guys love so it. much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Homophilia is a World of Wonder podcast produced and engineered by Renee Colbert. Our theme song is by Ben Wise. We want to thank Michael Pressman and everybody at World of Wonder. Please follow us on Twitter, on Instagram at Homophilia Pod. And if you would, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I sure would appreciate it.